GOB with Christy and Kathy, where we talk about writing, reading, and life in between. I'm Christy in South Florida. And I'm Kathy in South Dakota. We're two newbie writers who share our love of food, wine, and crime fiction. We have interviews with best-selling and award-winning authors on our Corks and Conversation episodes. And this season, we are adding to the fun with POV episodes, where we explore topics in quick, informative episodes. Join us for today's episode. Hi, Christy. Hey, Kathy. How's it going? It's going good. It's almost 2024 in a couple days. And, you know, every year at this time, I start to think I need to be planning things and, you know, improving my time (laughs) management. And, of course, I thought, who better than you? (laughs) <laughs> to help me and any of our listeners equally challenge to um, be better at this. And I know that you just love it. So I do love it. It's literally <laughs> one of my like passions <laughs> is, is trying to find better ways to do the things I want to do in a more efficient way. So mm-hmm. that sounds so pathetic. <laughs> no, I mean, there are people that make a huge, I mean, you should write a book yeah. on it. I would love to, actually. It's kind of a bucket list thing. Because okay. I, I, I really love reading all about this. I always love reading everyone else's ideas and, you know, learning what you can. So I'd love to, ha- I'd love to talk about it. But first, cheers to you. Cheers. cheers. Almost Happy New Year. <laughs> so I, you've got like a festive glass mm-hmm. that has like sparkles for the Isn't New Year. Yeah. And I have, I have my um, New York... Um, city glass so i can pretend like i'm in times square in a couple days or not or not not my thing (laughs) no 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 but it's clearly millions of other people's things so there you go no i just can't even imagine because one it would be claustrophobic and two where do you go to the bathroom like and then i was just gonna say that's exactly the bathroom thing i know yeah and that's how it's always been in my mind that like i've always been like no, mm-hmm. never. Not unless you got me on some kind of suite overlooking the crowd. <laughs> yeah. And I honestly, if I was going to spend that kind of money, I'd probably spend it a different way. I'm just yeah. like, I'm not that much of a crowd person. I get it must be very exciting, but good maybe for Maybe they'll have us. Maybe one day we'll be announcers for it. You think? What do you think? <laughs> no, because I'd be in bed. I don't, I'm not going to be able to stay up. I would make you stay up for that. That's probably true. You would. Yeah. All right. So... Um, you know, when you asked to talk about this, I try to think of about just kind of break down because I could go on the, about this for hours and we don't right. want to do that because that'd be <laughs> ridiculous. But I will say um, I have three tips is what the three things that I think work best for me. And one of the first one is to do what works for you naturally. You know, there's always new ideas about you know list making or scheduling or you know how to prioritize things. Uh, mornings, you know, like the whole morning routine. But if it's not your jam, like why work that hard? There's so many different ways to organize your time. And so I really feel like try things on. And if it doesn't innately work for you, find something else that will. Because okay. I, I, don't, I don't like the prescriptive, everyone should be doing this. They shouldn't have this morning routine. I just think that's, I think that's too hard and you're setting yourself up for disappointment and another failure. So identify, I think, what what your natural instincts are. Yeah, 
Yeah, that's definitely true because I think that's why so many people do not continue whatever plan mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or planner yeah. or whatever. It's not yeah. intuitive to them, so they mm-hmm. don't. And there's a plenty of ways to do it. So, um, so much so that I I buy planners like. So how many planners do you have for this I year? I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> I have nine that I will use regularly. Wow. I know, but I, it's just my system. I've got I've gotten a system, but one of those planners I self-create. I literally go and I get it printed professionally and off of something that I created cuz I couldn't find what I wanted anywhere else. Okay, so, so we're we're definitely going to publish that. <laughs> Remember we talked about it. We should do that. Yeah. No, That'll I, be I our mean, I, thing yeah. for 2024. There you like go. Like our read happy journal. <laughs> so that would be my number one tip is find, just try all the things out or read all about all the things, but then only do what works for you. You know, like if you're like, if I, but what if you don't know, what if you, nothing works for you? I mean, is there a place to start? For sure. I mean, there's a list of litany of books. I, I'll tell you what the, okay. My number one, number two tip is where I would start. If I didn't have any system okay. time blocking, I believe so thoroughly in time blocking. I remember so you ta- mentioned that on an episode oh, and I'd love to hear yeah. more about that because so time blocking is the reason I love it is that it can, you can make it work in whatever capacity you want, but it is so, so it's so individualized, but it, you look at what day you have, what time you have. I do this at the beginning of every week. I look at what my schedule is. Like what are the non-negotiables meetings with you, podcasts, of you know, course, I'm number one on the list. Always number one. <laughs> and and then I, you know, so I, I, I find those. And then I look at what the rest of my schedule is. And I and then I look at what I want to accomplish, what my priorities are. And I create time blocks. So I'll say, you know, for me, I have a kind of a set routine in the morning, as you know. So my time block from four to six is my writing time. Six to seven is my exercise time. Um, and then I, you know, then I fit in the rest of the day. I fit in um my my work life time blocks my podcast time blocks my so do you usually like um when you say a time block you say like uh, like a one hour or two hour increments and i mean and then you just just, yeah do you you set a timer when you're doing it like or do you just look at the clock all the time i do i mean because i if i want to get i'll make a list of all the things i want to get done what are the things I need to accomplish this week? Need to, want to, have to. And I, those, and there's priorities within each of those. And I have to find a way to get that accomplished. And so I use these time blocks and I, I keep them out of my desk all day long because if I get behind, I'm going to have, something else is going to have to get moved or dropped. And so I really try to stick to it. Just, um, and then I, but I edit as I go. So that's my third tip is that I end the day every day editing my calendar for the next day because some you, you know undoubtedly new things come up right absolutely you get a, i mean a hundred all the time and so things have to fall off the, the schedule or the calendar from what comes up sometimes or you have to find a place and so i just at the end of each day i regroup and take a look at what the plan is so after you and i are done here i will revisit today what did i get accomplished what time blocks were crunched and maybe i need to find more time um, How long I, does that I, take you? I enjoy it. I will pour a glass of wine and make a ritual out of it, or I'll have a cup of tea. And I just 
I kind of enjoy that time. So I usually spread it out to about 35 minutes. Like, I just really mm-hmm. like ending my day that way. Mm-hmm. But the, one of the things I, before we were Because you're not about, sitting there watching TV like me. Oh. I don't. I, I do not turn the TV on very much, but I listen to music all the time. But, um, yeah. but, you know, I used to want to, you know, I have a journal and many journals, but one of them is I really wanted to get in the habit of doing gratitude journaling at the end of the day. Right. I really wanted to do that. I thought, what a great way to end the day. I am so tired and mm-hmm. so worthless at the end of the day. That I never followed through, and all it did was make me feel bad about myself. Right. And I think that was one of those. Now, if I if I and I do my morning journaling, hundred percent, I can get that done. Right. So I think that's knowing yourself. We're like, I'm never yeah. going to be a night working person. I'm just not. Right. Like, I, I just can't do it. And I, and you don't have to do everything either. You know, um, mm-hmm. j- just because you are, you know, you can feel busy every minute of your day. Maybe, you know, somebody else might say, okay, I only need three blocks. Oh, for sure. You know, and then, you know, I have the flexibility around it if that's, Mm -hmm. if that's, you know, but I think it's, I think that's a really good plan, Kathy. I think that's really good. But I will tell this, Christy, and I think you make the time blocks that you need for your life. So I put in a buffer of an hour every single day because I know in general things are going to come up that I do need to address. Right. And so I put in a buffer time block every single day, knowing that I'm going to have to catch up some things or new things will come. If, okay, so I'm going to ask you yeah. something that is probably, you know, not on on the agenda for this episode, but I'm <laughs> okay. wondering something about checking your emails, your texts, your whatever, because uh, I yeah. find like that can be something that can be a real time suck. But at the same mm-hmm. time, there are situations in both of our lives where we do have to be able to be contacted. Yeah. And so how do you handle it? Do you have like certain like, okay, on, you know, if there's no problem, I'm not going to do, you know, I turn, do you turn the ringer off ever or, and I do notice that sometimes this year you've, you know, and I think in years Mm -hmm. past it would be like, oh yeah, respond, respond, respond. And then now it'd be like, she hasn't responded. I'm thinking it's not her time to respond because otherwise it was an easy response. It wasn't like something that, you know, you had to think (laughs) too hard about. Yeah. But, um, um, at my work work, I, uh, we, we communicate with email. That's really how we communicate. And my other life with you and my family, we communicate on text, but, and I have this terrible, like urge to have all of my messages clean and organized. Cause I try, you know, and, mm-hmm. and it really stresses me out watching my inbox just grow during the day. Like I, so I, I used to try to keep on it all the time, but I found that it was incredibly distracting and I wasn't doing high quality work for a chunk of time. So now I do schedule email catch-ups twice a day. In general, I leave my text messages on all the time. Mm-hmm. But um, I do try to only look at my email at designated times of the day because otherwise it's just a, it's a time suck. And no, I think that's a really is, good thing, especially yeah. and I also like call. social media when we had to do that. Oh. We haven't been doing it this this year, but you know, 
But if we get started on it, it's the same thing. You have to have like a set time of the day because otherwise, you Mm -hmm. know, it gets distracting. You bing, ding. Oh, somebody said this. I should respond. But and there's like a weird satisfaction, right? Like a dopamine hit when I respond to an email or respond to a text or respond to social media. It's like I got something off my list and I I feel like short term gratification. But it isn't helping me in general get the big things done I need to get done. Right. It's just, a, and so I, the social media thing is interesting. I miss engaging with our followers as like I used to. Yeah, me too. I, I keep, but I keep thinking about it, but it's just, I haven't had the time. There's just something has to fall away. And mm-hmm. I outsourced, well, I, I write the content for my business, my other life, work life. I write the content, but I have a marketing manager that posts it and puts it together and follows and mm-hmm. I, that has just given me a huge amount of space in my life. Yeah. And I'm, I, I kind of, I kind of don't miss, like, I don't miss the time suck that that is. Like, it, right. I really can spend a lot of time on social media, which is not a good thing to say, but I, I Yeah, can. no, I, I think anybody can. I think that's yeah. the problem, you know, uh, yeah. even I, I used to think it was just kids, but I mean, we, we went, we had my friends, friends giving and we're all on vacation and there were times where. I looked around, everybody's on their phone, sometimes like watching something on their phone while the TV's going on, you know, it's just like so much information, but it's just a habit, you know, it's like, okay, Mm -hmm. I got, you know, I got a minute, pick it up. And especially on vacation, because that's a time when you don't have like those chunks of time that you have to do stuff all the time. So yeah, it's a a really addictive type thing. Yeah. I love, I love this conversation. You know, I do. So I appreciate you wanting to do this because there's so life is so fleeting and there's so much that we all want to do. And I, I just, you know, what's the phrase that, you know, the days are fast with the, or the days are short, but the years are fast. Meaning that, you know, you can just fly through your days and all of a sudden a year's gone by. And what did you, did you get accomplished what you wanted to get accomplished? And I will be the first one to say that I haven't in these last few years. I want right. to fit in writing into my life. And I have done a real shitty job of, of it, frankly. And it really ticks me off. But yeah. And I know you're you're very yeah. hard on yourself because you have to give yourself some grace because there are so many things that go on in our life. And, you know, there's always a time for everything. And, mm-hmm. and you know, sometimes that time for, like you said, the yeah. writing and stuff is just not there. There's a season for everything. I'm not very good accepting that. (laughs) I know. know. (laughs) And I know, but you know, I think it's a, it's a normal thing for us to beat ourselves up about things. And I do have like a lot of things that I wish I could do. And then when it actually comes down to it, I don't always get it done. And and then I beat myself up about that. So, yeah, you know, the, the thing is, the conversation we had today is really about planning and man, can I plan? Mm-hmm. But really the deal is in the follow through. The deal execution. is in the execution. It really is. And um, I, I will say I can't follow through and execute if I don't have a plan. Right. But that follow through, that execution, that's why I've had to make adjustments to my plan this year. Like things like you're not checking your email until 1145. Like you're just yeah. not. That's not yeah. how this is going to work. Um, yep. I don't know. And I, I do believe that you're like, I mean, I think the, the, it, the base is planning, 
So mm-hmm. if, if I have a day planned and I have it blocked out, cause I do do that occasionally, yeah. you know, yeah. I do, I do it and yeah. I'll, I don't have, you know, okay, from eight to nine is this, this and this. And right. I, I feel like then I get way more accomplished than if I didn't have that plan because a lot of the yeah. time is spent going, oh, I was going to do, you know, this and then something mm-hmm. else comes up and then three yeah. things and you're like, I got to get them all done, but which one do I do? But when you have it planned out, you know, oh, later at three o'clock, I'm going to yeah. do that. So I don't need to think about it right now. You know, I love that. And I, you know, I remember you and I had a um, conversation with Hank Philippi Ryan years ago. And I remember we were asking her, you know, how do you get it all done? I mean, because she really is a very busy woman. She's everywhere all the time and publishing regularly and all the things. And she just said, I know what things I don't have to think about. And I just loved that answer. She was like, I have a clear calendar. And I, you know, when I take on a new project, I schedule how I'm going to implement those things. And then I don't have to think about it because I Mm -hmm. know it's already written down. And I thought, oh, that's brilliant. So it's not just hanging there. You right. know, worrying about it. So that that is the beauty of planning. So right. you can create some space for the things you're working on right now. And, mm-hmm. you know, the other thing about planning, I think, every day is that there are 300,000 things we all can do or have to do or want to do. But when you sit down and plan, for me, it's the end of the day before. I know what I have to prioritize the next day, at least, mm-hmm. because, man, things can creep in and get like the things that aren't really priorities can feel like they're emergencies, and, right. you know, and they're, they're really not. And maybe yeah. sometimes it's because it's easier. And then I get a dopamine right. hit because I've done that thing, but it really doesn't help me. You know, the hard thing right. is usually generally the best thing to do first, but we don't do that. <laughs> Sorry. But I 2024, we will do that for sure. Yeah. No, <laughs> I mean, we could talk for a long time. Okay. Yeah. This is one of my favorite topics because I... I want to do better. Did every you block day. enough time to keep talking about this? <laughs> you have 11 minutes left. <laughs> but I do. But it is kind of alienating because I do walk around. So on top, in addition to time blocking, I break my day down into 20 minute increments from 4 a.m. to 9 p.m. And this is really tragic. It's embarrassing, but it works for me. But I walk mm-hmm. around with this list. And the sad thing is, though, I, I will feel myself starting to get my attention drawn because I'm like, I'm behind schedule. And I, like I, I'm scheduled to the 20 minute. That's not a very fun thing for the other yeah, person to hear, but yeah. it makes me feel good. Cause, uh, yeah. Cause <laughs> that's what cute. I was thinking when you said about what Hank said, that, that helps mm-hmm. you live in the moment. But when you're mm-hmm. too worried about what's going to happen in the future, yeah. then you're not living in the moment either. So that's interesting. Yeah. It is yeah. interesting. It's always a, it's always a push pull. But mm-hmm. it's it's a great conversation, and yeah. at the very but I one thing I always I do want to not think I need to do totally better this next year because you know what I think we're all yeah. doing the best we can at any given moment, and yep. so things you can tweak great, but we don't need yep. to re completely reinvent our lives. So what do you say? Great. Like maybe later in January we we revisit this conversation and see how, see yeah. what we're doing. I'd love yeah, to because there's a lot more to do uh, talk about, and yeah. maybe you know. Yeah. You can turn me on to some of the planners or something. Yeah, well, because the other thing I would love to talk to you about is the 12-week year. <laughs> oh, yes. I'm obsessed with that. Should we talk because about it now, or do you want to wait? It's up to you. I, I look, look, I don't have the block okay. set up. 
<laughs> I just I don't have anything in 11 minutes and I'm an hour ahead of you so <laughs> I, uh, yeah right so I can pretend so the 12 week year the concept is is that you you plan 12 weeks as if it's a year because the their, their concept behind the um gentleman oh, who created that's this cool plan, uh, yeah I, I know because it's coming back to me a little bit remember because so like because so most people right you start the new year and you're like I'm gonna do these things this year you have 12 months and then we all let it go right you and i've talked how many years in february march like oh i've already let it go and then this time of year everyone starts trying to kick it in right and so the concept of the 12 12 week year is that you really condense that immediacy and try to get smaller chunks accomplished within these this 12 week year concept and i it it's very interesting and it's all about planning of course but measuring scoring and execution and um oh it is so when you say measuring and scoring so you take you you do something during that 12 weeks and then apply it the the next 12 weeks or something yeah so basically you say here's one or two projects i want to complete in the next 12 weeks and then you break down the steps so that's that would be your goals right and then you break down the steps to what you're gonna, like write down every single thing you're gonna have to do to accomplish those, whatever it happens to be. I wanna lose five pounds, or I want to, you know, um, right. run a 5K, or I wanna finish my novel, or whatever it happens to be. And so you, you set your goals, one or two, right? Maybe three if you're ambitious. For punishment. Yeah. And then you write down every single task that you're going to have to do to accomplish that. Yeah, so then you, so after you write down every single step, and then you put it into the calendar over the next 12 weeks. And you, you know, so if, if I'm, if, so if writing or editing your novel, you are going to have to break down all those steps. Like, how are you going to plan on editing or revising your novel? And you put it into your calendar. So that's the, that's the plan, right? That's the nitty gritty. And then you have to measure what you're doing and score it. So measuring is at the end of the week, you look back at your previous seven days and you're like, here were the things I, the tasks I needed to do this week to get this 12 week accomplishment made. And of the seven days, how many of those tasks did you, so if there's three tasks a day and you had seven days, that's 21. So how many out of 21 did you accomplish? Like it's just a kind of a simple scoring system. Mm-hmm. And then you just jot that down and then you kind of keep, cause that's your measuring, you know, so you, and then accountability is part of it, which I'm terrible about because I like to keep things to myself. Yeah. And then, um, <laughs> but then it, the execution is the, the concept is that you will execute better if you measure and you have an accountability partner because, mm-hmm. you know, well, there's, I there's tell you, Kathy, I, I, accountability does help. It, and it does. It does. And honestly, you can you couldn't find a less judgmental, accountable person than me because you're <laughs> well, always we, gonna do better than me, no matter what. No, that's not. <laughs> it's not a race. But I. But we've always but, kind yeah. of thought, talked about this, and you know, I just um, I, we have never really kind of thought of a system to to create it. But it is interesting. Um, it is an interesting concept. Um, yeah. So. Well, I mean, like I was even thinking, you know, when you said at the end of the week you go over and score things, and I'm thinking that's where I that's where I'll fail. I might be able mm. to do all the stuff, and then when it comes to the end yeah. of the week, I'm going to be like, 
oh, wait, I forgot to go back. And oh, do I really want to do that and stuff? And that's where I would need somebody to be like, yeah, I'm doing my scoring. Are you doing yours? (laughs) You know, well, it's interesting because I do think I think the reason we are we would be hesitant to score or measure what our week was because you think, oh, I'm going to feel like crap when I didn't get 21 out of 21. But really, if you think about the fact that like maybe one of your goals was to walk for 45 minutes a day, seven days a week. Well, let's say you did it for six out of seven. Like that's you're supposed to feel good about it. Right. And then Mm -hmm. and then grow from that and be like, all right, next week I want to get seven out of seven for walking or whatever. Um, I, I it's an interesting concept. I had never done the measuring until this last 12 week period. It was daunting <laughs> because I... Well, do you think you you need to readjust? I mean, I no, think the I... idea of the measuring is not necessarily like, okay, you're bad, bust your butt harder, but maybe readjust and say, look, I was, I was working hard and I didn't yeah. get these things done. So maybe I'm giving myself too high of expectations yeah. in this department. You know, I think that's great because you do have to sometimes readjust, you know, like realistically, I can't do this. Right. So I because we always go into things all like gung ho. And that's that's Mm -hmm. really what they say not to do. Like, okay, I'm going to start an exercise program and I'm going to do 10 miles every day this week. You know, and then at the end of the week, you're dying and you're like going, oh, I can't do that. And you stop completely. So I think I think you have to readjust and and really and that's that is that's one of the values of measuring too is that you're mm-hmm. like okay i and you know because one of the things i'm terrible about my husband and i talk about this all the time is i overestimate what i can get done in a day and i underestimate how long it takes mm-hmm. and part of that's because i'm an impatient person and the other part is because i'm probably crazy i don't know but <laughs> though that but but measuring would force you to identify that right like okay right. Look, you have right, because honestly yeah. um i think you yeah i think it's your it's your estimations that are off because you also do get things done very quickly as to an average person, but then you put yourself even higher than that every yeah. time. And so then that makes and it that hard. Is one of the benefits of measuring too, is that you do really get to see what you are doing. And so it mm-hmm. really forces you to look at what you're not versus what you are getting accomplished. Mm-hmm. And I think that's, you know, so I, the measuring, and all, and all, you know, maybe that one mm-hmm. thing that you're thinking that you have to do that much, you might decide at the end of the week and you haven't reached that goal, but you know, yeah. yes, I have to do this or no, I want to be a happy person. And this was making me crazy to try to reach this. So I'm going to readjust it and say, look, I don't have to do, you know, you know what I mean? (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah, I do. But I, well, the other thing I like is that 12 week concept is for one, it's really um, magical because it's actually, you take a 13 week and there's four turkeys four 13 week periods in the year. So it's just perfect because you do the 12 week and then they take the 13th week to kind of assess and plan for the oh, next one. Oh, okay. And I just love how that works out. But, but it is a smaller chunk, right? It's three months and it's like, okay, what am I going to do in the next three months instead of the next 12 months? Cause 12 months is just a long period of time. I know. And so I like that. I, I like the, I like the 12 week. I think, I think it's really important though. I think the weekly, assessment is really really important because it can either (laughs) let you know where you've fallen yep 
uh, away from your thing mm-hmm. and motivate you to be yeah. refocused because I'm thinking like in writing or something, mm-hmm. you know, things happen. Yeah, and you, you don't, it doesn't mean that you have to be bad to yourself, but at the same time, then you don't give yourself the leeway to just say, okay, well, I missed that week, so forget it. Yeah. No, I, yes. Or and now it's a whole month. <laughs> right, but isn't that the hard part, right? You, you make plans and then you fall off track and you go, oh, forget it, like screw it. Yeah. And, and so what I like, I think the scoring thing is good about keeping me, pulled me back on track more quickly. I don't mm-hmm. know. Um, I think I might so try I some I of this it. stuff. This is this is my New Year's goal then. <laughs> I you know I um I have the the twelve. It's a book that they initially mm-hmm. had written, and because I am very keen on this thing, I did take a class on it, and it was interesting. It's still, actually there's like two weeks left, and um, it was a real deep dive into execution and the methods of execution and um it was really interesting i i've learned a lot and i had read that book like twice and so i i do love taking classes on things like that oh good (laughs) i know i i like taking the classes but then actually executing (laughs) is a different story like i this is like a master class right now kathy you're giving me and (laughs) Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. we'll see we'll see we'll we'll reassess Well, this Thank has been you. fun. You know, this is my one of my favorite conversations, and yes. I love talking Thank about you. it with you. Yes, yeah. thanks. Yep, and I'm sure everybody else loves it too. <laughs> oh, I'm serious. Well, I hope so. I hope yeah. so. Happy, happy New Year. Cheers. Happy New Year. Thanks for joining us for today's episode. Subscribe to our podcast on our website, gameofbookspodcast.com, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you liked what you heard, you can give us a five-star rating or review. You can also subscribe on YouTube where you can watch and listen. On GameOfBooksPodcast.com, you can find all the information about what we talked about on this episode. And you can sign up for our newsletter and enter our fun contests and giveaways. We also post our stories and links on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Hope to see you there. I can guarantee you that we had fun today. And we hope you did too. Cheers. Cheers.